Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Most Valuable Dad. What's up? It's been a couple weeks. I know it's uh, been a bit of a struggle. We didn't get a recording in last week. Uh, Nate was on vacation and I was at home with a little one by myself and had to go pick the wife up at the airport. So just didn't get around to it. You know, we're sorry about that. But you know, there's a lot of, a lot of good stuff for this week. So I hope you guys are ready to dive in and really get into it. Um, did have some questions. I want to hit on those first, you know, before we jump into our topics. Uh, Colt reached out. I mean, it's, it feels like forever ago because it was about uh, two weeks ago. And he was asking a lot of good questions. You know, talking about the baby um, actually being able to see you and react to you. And show you that they're interacting with you. And, you know, I had the same questions when I first had Ophelia. You know, um, it really started, she's just staring. You know, she's just staring, not really at you. She's just kind of, her eyes, you just seem like her eyes are adjusting. They're not really picking anything up. And I really think they really start to see, and I kind of looked this up, but I think it's from four to six weeks is when they really start to pick things up. And they'll start to pick out objects and then they'll like they'll look at you. They don't totally and you can almost tell like they can't see you. They can see that you're there, but they can't actually see you. And then just day by day it just starts like I mean, Ophelia's almost four months now and she's basically she is her own little human, you know. She's got her own personality. She's laughing, she's talking, you know, she's making her noises, she's smiling. She's looking directly at you and interacting with your actions. And it's, you know, it's amazing. I, it originally started out like she would interact with your voice. So, I mean, the first thing she hears is your voice because she can't really see you. Or, I mean, anybody's child. That's she because it's my daughter. And then it just, it evolves. I would say at five weeks, they start to really start picking you up. And then each and every day, there's just a little bit more. There's a little bit more interaction. Originally with... Uh, Ophelia, it was vocal and visual. She would, you know, kind of, she would smile at you. She would make noises. Wasn't really moving around. And then she started using her hands and she was grabbing at things. And she's, you know, I mean, all within the first four months, we've gone, you know, hell a long way. And it's, you know, it's just each and every day. It, like, honestly, I feel like my baby's almost like a year old. Like, it feels like we've just been in it for so long. There's been so many things happening. And it's, it's insane. It really is, but it's awesome. And um, so, yeah, Colt, I mean, congratulations on your new baby. Really, I would start looking. You know, you're always interacting, but, like, talking to him, starting out big for me. Uh, just really verbalizing. And you you might you get a smile if you can, you know, if you're funny. If not, maybe your kid doesn't think you're funny. I'm just kidding. But, no, and then, you know, one day that they'll just look at you. Like, I, I, I notice, you know. Ophelia was always looking off in the distance, like I said, and she wasn't really ever picking you up. But then, you know, one day she just, boom, she looked at me. And then even more, like, you can tell that she actually starts to see you more and more. Like, first she picks up your shape, and then she starts to actually see your face. And, you know, you can make ginger jokes. I'm pale, so it was kind of, maybe it took longer for her to see me. But, <laughs> but no, so that's really a lot of it going on. I would say, you know, four to six weeks, really start looking for it. And then each and every day, you're just going to get something more and more. And then it's just a new adventure. So uh, big things for uh, me, you know, two weeks. It's been a huge two weeks, really. Ever since, you know, uh, last weekend, 
We, uh, so last weekend my wife went on a bachelorette party, so I was home alone with the child, expected, you know, you know, far Friday to Sunday, just me and the kid, and, uh, we had a great time, it was great, uh, everything was cool, just stuck to our schedule, just, uh, hung out, uh, one of the really awesome things was, I actually went golfing with the boys, and I took her, Ophelia, with me, uh, if you guys saw my picture, you can, uh, if you have any base, just take a ratchet strap and strap it to the golf cart. And it's basically like putting your car in a car. Put your kid in your car seat and strap her to the golf cart. And it works amazing. Uh, starting out, we played 18 holes. My biggest challenge was, you know, being away from being away from the house for that long. You know, you're golfing 18 holes, you're looking at like four hours. So, I mean, you're going to get into a lot of different steps within our schedule. Sleeping, eating, playtime all those things and a lot of that she had to do in a car seat because you know it was hard to get her out while trying to golf and you know trying to do it in a timely manner so i mean that first hole i was kind of kind of a little etchy because she kind of started crying a little bit but then after the first hole she really got into it and um started really hanging out and just chilling you know so she would chill for a while and she just hung out she kind of napped i had her a portable sound machine and her shusher in her car seat I was a little chilly, so we had her dressed up real nice. It was kind of windy, so I would make sure I parked the golf cart to where the wind was at her back and, you know, it wasn't really hitting her. Um, and then we stopped probably like seven or eight holes in, and I actually just went to the truck. And uh, we took a little break while the boys played on golfing, and we got fed. So we got her fed, uh, threw her back in the car seat, and we went out and finished the back nine, and it was really just an awesome time. Uh, for me, it was a big, big step because, you know, with the schedule – you really get into the uh, you really get into the comforts of being at home. So, like, you know, a lot of people we've hung out with were always like, hey, why don't you come over? So, you know, because we like being at home with our schedule. It's like, you know, we can be here and feed her, and, you know, then we can, we have all of our access to all the toys because we like to move her around. We like to call. Ophelia has, you know, multiple places where she's playing. Because it's like, that's how we kind of keep her, you know, entertained. You know, she's over here. She's in her little uh, stand-up thing. And then she's on her play gym where she's laying down. And then she's got her swing where she's kind of just hanging out. Uh, we got a high chair that she can fit in. So she's sitting in the kitchen hanging out with us. So we're kind of moving her all around. And we had that comfort. So really getting out of the house um, for us for longer than, you know, basically I would say from a feed to another feed it gets you, you get a little worried because you're just not used to it but i think i think um now with you know the golf trip and we'd go in places and doing things really coming into our own because ophelia's kind of following the schedule on her own now like she doesn't need us to tell her when to nap she doesn't need us to tell her when to feed um all these things and and so really she's just get coming into her own learning how to do her own uh, schedule so being out away from the house for like longer than three hours really starting to come into our own uh, if you actually hear a baby crying in the background very distinctly it is Ophelia we're actually we've also started another process uh, we're actually sleep training her with uh, taking care of babies we've moved into the next phase and uh, we're, so we're starting a completely new process because like I mean I told you everything has changed completely with our daughter uh, it was like what last Tuesday uh, Rachel was asleep. I was actually still up, uh, hanging out, watching her on the, uh, monitor and she 
rolled over. So we took her out of the swaddle, couldn't swaddle her anymore because she was able to roll over. Uh, we had to throw her in the, uh, was it the Merlin's Magic Suit? I still need to post that on the, I'll post a picture, but so we we've been using that for napping, kind of transitioning that way, but still at night we were swaddling the sleep sack until she rolled over. So we got her in the Merlin suit and, uh, got her back to sleep. She slept pretty good until about last Friday night, uh, with the Merlin suit, her arms are out. She was kind of hitting the sides of the bassinet. So we kind of had a struggle there. And, um, so it was like the middle of Friday night. It felt like midnight. Rachel came out and she's like, listen, we're moving her to the crib. So we, we got a fan in there. We got the sound machine, the camera, everything, put her in the suit and put her in there. And I mean, she really has done, she's done really good. She's been sleeping pretty good. She's, you know, we've, she was sleeping good before and now she's just transitioning to sleeping in that. Uh, but now with her moving into the next step of the sleep program with taking care of babies. Uh, so like sleep training her, if she's crying, uh, I know that it's like you doing stages, you let her cry for a bit, then you go in there and comfort her. If she wakes up again, you wait a little longer, go back again, and you just continue to do that process. And the goal is to try to get her to do that. So uh, right now she's actually crying and I have to wait a little bit longer. Then I'll go in there and cuddle, I'll, you know, I'll coddle her and let her know everything's okay, give her a passy back and get her back to sleep. And then, you know, we'll go from there. So a lot of big things been happening in this last week. I mean, really, everything's just been kind of a slow process. I mean, day by day, you're always changing. But uh, really, I feel like, so even with taking care of babies, if you notice, it's like the newborn to four months. Really, it's all in one phase as far as sleeping, eating, playing. They're all the same thing. And that's really all that your baby revolves around is, you know, eat, be awake, then go to sleep. So uh, really, we've moved into a completely different process you know we've done like almost like a complete 180 we're doing things i mean it's the same we're still on our schedule but like with our wake windows she's awake longer now um she's uh she's a lot more uh noticeable she's noticing a lot more things so sleeping is kind of harder getting her to go to sleep because she just you know she has that mentality where she doesn't want to miss anything so we've been working on that and there's just been a lot going on, man. It's intense, I'll tell you. So, um, really just been a, a hectic week. But I think, honestly, it's been one of the best transitions because uh, we've had the schedule put in place. You're going to get tired of me beating the schedule into your head, but I cannot stress it enough how good it works. It just helps. You know, because, I mean, honestly, we just, she already knows her time frame. We just had to switch some things up, take her from the swaddle to the emergency soup. We put her in the crib now. Honestly, for me, I'm completely relieved. My entire life has revolved around her rolling over in the middle of the night and suffocating to death. So I am so, so ecstatic. So ecstatic that she has finally rolled over. We've moved her into you know a suit where she's got her arms out. So now I am I feel good. You know, I can sleep better at night feeling like she's not gonna she's not gonna roll over and kill herself. So, um, for me, I feel like it's all downhill from here, you know, all the way until, you know, marrying her off and we're ready to go. So, but yeah, that's, that's what's going on. Um, I hope, uh, everybody out there is having a great week. I'm sorry, but like I said last week, you know, there's a lot going on. Uh, what other things can we talk about that's been, uh, whew, it's been hectic. Uh, really, I would say another big thing, um, Talking about sleep, you know, talking about your sleep, her sleep, 
Uh, you know, you feel like you're not going to get any sleep. The great things about babies is they sleep every, like, two hours. So they're up for two hours, they go to sleep for two hours, and then, you know, if you're not sleeping well, just sleep when she sleeps. And I know a lot of people are like, you know, moms are like, well, that's when I get my time to eat, or that's when I get to sit down, that's when I get to get some cleaning. And that's fine. I get that. But, you know, dads, moms, if you're working together and you guys are a little bit back on sleep, just transition. Each, maybe the other one naps, you know. You nap this time, and they nap the next time, and it works like that. But, um... Really, so this this whole transition has been crazy. Um, like I said, you know, I'm coming to you now, and I, you can kind of tell that it's just like my life's a little hectic right now. Like I said, we're doing the sleep training, uh, and they said it's kind of a struggle. So it's like it's kind of struggling to sit there and kind of like we let her cry, and you gotta just watch her and let her cry, which I'm okay with. I I know that it's working, and I know that it's helping her learn how to sleep and. Really, the only frustration is, like, you're not frustrated at her or him. You're just frustrated with the fact that you're like, listen, I understand that you feel bad, but listen, you just got to sleep. And that's like, you're like, come on, just go to sleep for your own good. And I get that. And you guys, too. You know, parents out there, don't be mad if you get frustrated. Don't be mad if you like, ah, like, you know, like we talked about, shaking baby syndrome. They tell you not to shake your baby, and you're like, what are you talking about? I have no reason to shake my baby. But then you're like, you want to shake your baby. You don't want to shake your baby because you're mad at your baby. You shake the baby out of frustration. But like I said, just set the baby down in the crib. Walk away. Give yourself a minute and just take a breath. Ask for help from your significant other. You know, it's team effort. Team effort. Um, Yeah, so like we're working about going on vacation. We're thinking about taking a trip. Definitely taking a trip in a, a June. We're going to take a week and we're going to Oklahoma family. So... That's going to be a big thing for us because, like I said, with our schedule, we've gotten really comfortable with being at home with our schedule. You know, Ophelia's usually always at home with her daycare. She's always here. Uh, I'm, she looks like she's actually falling asleep, putting herself back to sleep, which is amazing right now. But, yeah, so, like I said, we got comfortable with our schedule. But, like, the golf thing that I did last week was probably the first time that, we re that I really stepped out and was like, okay, I'm going to do something longer than you know, those three hour, that three hour increment from feeding to feeding. And honestly, it worked out great. You know, she was sleeping most of the time, but she was awake, had a few toys for her, you know, kind of interacted with her. You know, we got her on that same thing. My biggest thing is just, you know, getting those, keeping those feedings up because you want to keep your baby feeding. You definitely don't want to miss your feedings. Uh, you want to get your sleep schedule right because like I've seen our sleep schedule kind of fade off a little bit and they kind of it like, you know, if you're pushing things back, it, it, it's got to catch up somewhere. And, you know, sometimes you don't want it to catch up in the middle of the night when you're trying to sleep. So, you know, and the biggest thing, cause they always talk about uh, like our biggest struggle with sleep is, uh, after probably between four and seven, because she has a long wake window. Like she doesn't nap before, in between feeding she'll wake up in between four and five depending on when we feed her in the morning and then she doesn't and then we plan on feeding her again around 6 45 and trying to get her to bed at seven so from four to seven or five to seven we have her awake but we also have to feed her at both times so really we're trying to get that as close to probably like 4 30 4 30 is the strongest like if you get to 5 5 30 especially if your baby's sleeping which usually our child is sleeping no nap and we're getting into 5 30 
And it can get really frustrating. And honestly, like, I talked to my wife about this, and she's like, man, like, you are confusing me because you're just like, and I can get it because it's like I'm running numbers through my head. I'm playing this like it's almost, it's just a numbers game. It's not even like I don't play it emotionally. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure this out and get it, you know, step by step because I'm an instructional guy. I don't lay off the recipes. I don't I don't stray away from them. I follow them step by step, teaspoon, tablespoon, cup, whatever, to the exact. I don't add a little bit more. Uh, instruction manuals, I will read every damn one of them. I don't care. I'm not that dad. It's like, we don't need it. We can figure this out. I follow each step, and that's how my life works. I am a rule follower. So when you give me that, I will follow it and... I may almost get to the point, you know, I know I annoy my wife sometimes because she's like, listen, Chad, we don't have to follow it to a T. And I'm like, no, we do. We're doing it. That's how it works. It works for me. And I'm sticking with it. So everybody else can, they can move around and kind of, you know, have a little problem. And uh, exciting news. My baby has gone back to sleep. She kind of cried herself back to sleep, which is very exciting. And this stage in our lives, this is what we look forward to every day. You know, when you become a parent, man, it's the little victories. It really is. Um, but like I said, man, that schedule, I could do every episode from here on out and just talk about schedules. And I really, I couldn't, I could not get tired of it because I am a schedule guy and it, I'll bore the shit out of you and I don't really give a fuck because this is just, this is my life and I enjoy it. Um, yeah. So again, um, Really, that's that's my process so far. Uh, like I said, we spent a weekend, just me and the daughter. Uh, you know, I don't want any uh, round of applause. A lot of people are like, oh, man, dads, that's crazy. And I know even some people were like, well, we were breastfeeding. I'm like, well, technically, I'm still feeding her breast milk. We're just using a bottle. So, I mean, it's just crazy to see all the different people that are like, man, you stayed home with your daughter for an entire weekend. And I'm like... Like I was talking about uh, two episodes ago and I was like, we have got to take more responsibilities as dads and there's got to be higher expectations for us because like right now we're just basically looked at as idiots that honestly we just provide the seed for the child and then move out of the way because it's mom's turn. And that's not, that's not my way at all, man. I'm hands on. I'm ready to go. I'm in your face parenting. And I hope a lot of the dads that are listening to this podcast are like that because I think that you know, it's big to be active in your kid's life. If you're not active in your kid's life, then what do you have a father for? And it's not in uh, instances like, you know, like I said, we've gotten to this situation where it's like, mom, moms are expected to be the parent because they birthed the child. Like they just, I don't know, as soon as they become parents, as soon as they become pregnant, I guess uh, we expected that it was just, it's imprinted in them that they know exactly what to do. And really moms don't know what to do and they have to do the same things as dads do. They have to learn. But sometimes dads don't try to learn, and we need to try to learn more often. And that is a process, you know. Each and every day is a process. You're working with your team, you're working with your significant other, and you just gotta you gotta move forward. Um, like I said, golfing was fucking awesome. I shot my best score ever, so I like to think that my daughter is probably a good luck charm. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, hopefully, eventually one day she'll want to take up golf. And, um, yeah. Also, you know, the Masters happened last weekend for all you dads that are golf guys. It was boring as shit. Just wanted to give you a little heads up. Uh, there was also the NCAA Championship between Gonzaga and Baylor. Boring as shit. 
So now we're out of sports unless you're an NBA guy. Baseball started, which I'm super excited about that. Go Devil Rays. I'm a Tampa Bay Devil Rays fan. You're like, well, that's weird. You're a Bears fan. I know. I'm, I'm an awkward, I'm an odd person, you know, so. Uh, Nate, our co-host, he's a Yankees fan. We got a little bet going on to see who wins the division. So it'll be pretty exciting because Tampa Bay and the Yankees are in the same division, but Yankees pay for their team and Tampa has to just play with what they got. Let's say that. Um, but yeah, so man, what else can we talk about? There's just so much going on. I just, like I said, I've been extremely exhausted. It's eight fifty six at night. I was trying to wait till eight thirty to get Nate on, but he ran into some problems, so we didn't end up actually getting it. It's Monday instead of Sunday. Thought the Sundays were gonna work out better. But hey man, you guys are gonna all gonna figure out as parents we just we've gotta, you know. We have to, you know, we got to learn with our time frames. you got to sacrifice certain orders. Like, this podcast is just for fun. So I'm not, like, you know, on any, I'm not on any um, expectations when I have to get these podcasts out. So they're definitely going to be the ones that probably go first. I will say that the one thing that I was thinking about is don't be those parents that use your kids as an excuse to be late places. Like, it's like, oh, well, we didn't get the kid up early enough. We had to get the kid a bath, or we had to get the kid this, or the kid that, da-da-da-da-da, bada-bing, bada-boom, bada-bang. And then, you know, before I had kids, it was always like, well, wait till I have kids. You'll never show up on time to anything. And I'm just like, yeah, you can. You really can. You can show up whenever you want, wherever you want. Like, listen, people, these are small humans, yes, but you run their lives, not the other way around. And like I said, you're going to hate it. But if you get them on that damn schedule, then you'll know exactly where you are and where you need to be. Like, I can make a vent. Like, people are like, hey, what's the best time to do something? My best time is like, all right, if I want my kid to be awake, I'm going to choose a time right after a feeding. Hey, we're going to feed her at this time, and then we can go after that. Boom. There you go. That's a good time to set up if you want your kid awake. You want your kid to be asleep? Boom. Uh, we're going to feed hour and a half after that. We'd like to put her to sleep. That's a good time. Boom, she's in the car, she's asleep. You can plan. You don't have to be late. Don't be late to anything. I don't care if you have kids or not. Punctual. Be on time. Be five minutes early. And then once you have kids, don't use them as a fucking excuse that you're late. Because I have a kid now, and I'm not late to shit. Okay? If I am, I'm not using them as an excuse. It was my piss poor planning. I didn't get shit done in time. So that's just how it is. So. And that... As we say, is that. Anywho. Uh, another thing, my uh, our daughter is like, she's just doing, she's, like I said, she's rolling over, which is huge for us. Just like rolling over all over the place. Not just like a one-time thing. No, it's like, boom. She's just rolling onto her tummy. She's just trying to get everywhere. She looks like she's trying to crawl. Cause she's kicking them legs and trying to move around. And I mean, we're at three... We're almost at four months. We got our four-month appointment next, this Friday. So four days from now, actually. So we're pretty excited to see. I'm excited to see how much she weighs. You know, I'm just like, let's make this baby big. Uh, looks like she's pretty tall, but <laughs> if that's what you... I, I just really wanted to get on here and talk to you guys about my kid. But no, um, yeah, uh, more things. I'm trying to think of some other great things that I've learned because like I said, there's been so much with the sleep training, the flipping over, the time alone with our kid. Um, like, oh yeah. So like I spent the weekend with Ophelia. It was just me and her. Rachel told me not to stay up late. I like to stay up late and play Call, Call of Duty with the boys. 
uh, I'll stay up till three in the morning. And, you know, before it was like, stayed up till three in the morning. And I kind of slept in a little bit while Rachel was home because she would get up with the kid because she went to bed early. Uh, but, you know, it was my turn. I had to get up. So I go to bed. Honestly, I would wait till three o'clock. That's when we give her a nighttime feed. I'd have a couple bang energy drinks, you know. Get her to bed at, uh, we'd get her fed at three and we'd put her back to bed and we'd both get about, you know, a few hours of sleep. She's up at seven, okay? I'm a little exhausted, don't get me wrong. But we get her fed. You deal with her for about an hour and a half and guess what? You go sit in there, you rock her to sleep, and you fall to sleep. Just make sure you're in a situation where, like, your arm goes dead. That kid's not going anywhere. I stuff some pillows in my shit. And I'm in a nice chair that's not going anywhere. So it's like, boom, okay? That's a dad tip. If you want to stay up late and play video games and you have to watch your kid the next morning, totally possible. If you can run for like an hour and 45 minutes on like two hours of sleep and then get a couple, you know, you get an hour and a half nap every two hours, you're going to be good. I did it Friday and Saturday night. Now, Sunday night when Rachel was back, I died for probably 15 hours. And that's how I do every Sunday. Because, you know, Saturday night on Call of Duty is basically my night out with the boys. Um, not that I don't want to go out, but I don't want to leave my wife at home. I don't, I like her going out, but I don't want her to leave me at home. We love having fun together and eventually we'll go out, you know, but right now it's just trying to get everything ready. Um, we've talked about going to a party this weekend and taking the baby somewhere and putting her to sleep, but it's a discussion that we still have to, you know, really fight through because, I mean, not fight each other, but, you know, it's you're like, well, we have her on the schedule, and we really know, because, you know, putting her to sleep now, you know, you got to let her cry, and you got to do this, and you got to do that, and we really want to get to the point in, in our lives where it's like, she knows exactly what she needs to do, and we don't need to teach someone how to do that. We just say, hey, you put her in her crib at this time, and she'll go to sleep, and then she's good to go. If she wakes up, you do this, bada-boom, bada-bing. But right now, you know, with her being so young, she's still pretty dependent. I mean, she's going to be dependent for, you know, she's about 18, hopefully. She moves out after that. But right now, she's super dependent. So, I mean, I wouldn't be a person to go out overnight without my baby. Uh, maybe late into the night, possibly. But, you know, it is what it is. You just have to go by your, you know, each kid will be the same. If your kid starts sleeping through the night, it's just, you know. Like, our kid is at one feeding a night right now, which is awesome. And that's the only time she wakes up. But, um, other than that, man, you just have to figure out. You just got to get what works for you. I can give you as many tips and tricks as I know and what I learned from other dads. But, you know, it could be shit in the wind when it comes to your kid. Everybody said that the rock and play was the way to go. And, honestly, my baby didn't really get into it that much. She was more of a swing and the mamaroo. But uh, now she goes to one of our friend's house who has a rock and play, but it vibrates. Ours didn't have vibrator. Hers vibrates, and I guess uh, our daughter sleeps in like a freight train, which is awesome. But I'm just like, oh, okay, maybe we should have got a vibrating. Vibrations are the biggest thing. Vibrations and movements for your baby. Like I said, when you buy that bassinet, they make moving bassinets. Get it. When you buy swings, make sure they vibrate. Get it. Anything you buy that you're going to put that baby in, whether you want them to sleep or chill or whatever, make sure it vibrates, swings, and makes noise. The bassinet, of course, perfect. But I feel like that could be a double-edged sword because, you know, uh, you put them in the bassinet and it's moving, and then you have to transition to eventually you're going to that crib, I guess, where it's not moving. So I'm, I was pretty ecstatic that we started out in the bassinet. Like, we would... 
she would nap in the swing during the day and then we moved to the bassinet at night and she slept in there so i mean honestly last week like i said we transitioned to a crib on the middle of friday night and it was just kind of like this hectic thing because she was just not sleeping in the bassinet because we think her arms were touching the sides and that was really waking her up a lot but i mean we got her in that crib we got her down in probably like an hour and i mean boom slept straight for probably six hours and it worked out great and i think it was just because you know we had the transition basically everything was the same it was just she moved from the bassinet to a mattress probably more comfortable um yeah uh had some uh, we probably i do want to have some exciting news that we had a company reach out uh, about getting some of their guests uh getting some of their people on our show they are dads too and they have a, a like an outdoor kind of company uh, i'm gonna have to research it some more i don't want to talk about it too much before i know exactly what's going on but they've reached out and talked about coming on the show so we might actually have a pretty special guest that we don't know and uh hopefully get some insight into them and learn some more from different dads. And I think, it, I don't know, based off the email that was sent to me, I'm pretty excited. I got to talk to Nate about it, but I just want to get you guys pumped up and, um, really get you going. Uh, I don't want to keep you guys around for too long. Like I said, super late. I'm supposed to be in bed at seven o'clock. It's already nine. Like well, I'm getting old. I know I don't stay up late during the week. I do on the weekends though. Uh, got the baby to sleep wife's away getting her eyebrows done yeah whatever but um so uh yeah this is only about 30 minutes but i hope that maybe you learned some stuff colt i really hope i answered your questions congratulations on your baby girl again go bears i know you're a bears fan your daughter's gonna be a bears fan maybe one day we can all go to a bears game together that would be fucking sick because my, my daughter's gonna be the biggest bears fan ever like i said four to six weeks on that kid starting to really see things and then it just evolves day to day i mean she'll see you as a shape then she'll see your face and you'll really start to notice it and i mean dude when she starts interacting it's just like crazy um a lot of people are always like man you like it now wait till they can crawl like they almost say it in a bad way and i'm like man i'm excited i'm excited for her to crawl I'm excited for her to walk. I'm excited for all these things. Like we're going to be chasing around. You're going to be tired. I expect that. I had a kid with the intentions of being tired for the rest of my life until she's 10. I don't know. I probably still won't sleep thinking all the things going on in the world that can affect her, you know. But I'm really excited. Uh, enjoy every day. Um, like I said, man, my baby's four months. It feels like It feels like she's older just because all the stuff. Now, when I say that it seems like it's been forever since we've had her, I say that in a good way. Like, I don't know. Like, it feels like we've just been on this long journey from her being born at the hospital to now she's sleeping in her crib. Uh, we're teaching her how to cry herself, you know, try to teaching her how to put herself to sleep. I don't want to say cry herself to sleep, but put herself to sleep um, and stuff like that. So, I mean, dude, wow, there's a lot going on. But, I mean, live it up. Get in there every second, dads. We got to get in there. We got to be helping those moms, man. You got to, um, and a lot of the stuff I do, um, I would say for dads, man, even if you don't follow, if you don't pay for the taking care of babies, um, you don't pay for her class, you should still follow her on Instagram because she does, I mean, amazing stuff on there. Like, she talks about a lot of the stuff that's in the classes. She doesn't give you, like, the exact details. But she gives you a lot of good information and a lot of stuff you can learn just from observing through her. And, I mean, 
I can't say I can't say enough about that place. I gotta thank you know Brianna Hunter again. She was the one that gave it to us when she was having trouble with her son, and she said that I mean it worked. They tried everything. We're having struggles with them sleeping, and then they did that. And I mean so like honestly. That was just our first go-to, and as soon as we came home, we got that and just went straight ahead. So, I mean, maybe Ophelia could have been a bad sleeper if we didn't have this program. I know some babies are really good sleepers just because. My niece, dude, she is the best sleeper ever. Loves to sleep. Awesome sleeper. She's a very chill baby. But, you know, my sister says that the first one was the struggle, and now they have the easy one. We had the easy one, so probably our second one, everybody says, will be crazy. I still want it. I don't care. Kind of want a crazy baby just to... I feel like, you know, I'm up for the challenge to be like, okay, I want to try this on a crazy baby and see if I can fix it, too. But, you know, I know all you people out there that have had crazy kids are like, you don't want it. and I don't know what I'm talking about. I understand, you know. I do a little bit. I have a kid now, but, you know. I do have a very easy kid. I can't take credit for everything. She's been amazing. Uh, great sports system. Have people around you that you really love. Uh, talk to other dads. Talk to your dad. Um, I know that was one thing that we were talking about. Another subject I'll get into when I talk with Nate next week when we get on an episode. I really want to dive into like, you know, probably we're getting into future things. Getting down the road, you know, when your kid's getting older. But uh, hey, that's going to come up. We got to talk about it now. We got to figure it out. I got to figure it out. Best way I can figure it out is talk through it with, you know, another guy. But why not? We, we can talk through it to you guys and maybe you guys will pick something up. Maybe you'll have different opinions. Maybe you'll have the same. Maybe you can reach out and give me some tips. Of my, like, because one of the things I was thinking about was like um, disciplining your children because there's just so many different ways that people go about it. You know, it's like back in the day, it was basically just, you know, you get paddled. That was how you think. And then today we're going through conversations. We're doing timeouts. We're doing this. We're doing that. And I'm really going to try to find the best thing that works all of the way. Like, because I don't know if maybe, I don't know if one alone works. Unless you have the right, I mean, if you have the right process to it, you know, and the right team, maybe. But like I said, I'm 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 starting to think that I'm going to have a system where there's kind of a little bit of integration of everything. Uh, probably some paddles. But I think there'll be explanations. Like, you know, I'm not just going to beat my kid. You know, I mean, they'll know what they did wrong. They'll know why they're getting beat. But even afterwards, I'll be like, listen, this is why I'm doing this. You need to understand that this is wrong. You need to understand that there are repercussions for your actions. But just to explain to them why they're being punished, you know. I know that they know that they did wrong. and But I also want them to know that I do this out of love. I don't do it because I hate them. I think that's one thing that I learned. So that's something that we'll talk about uh, future weeks. Probably uh, disciplining. Um, another thing I like to think about. Uh, another great topic is you know being a father versus being a friend like I think there's like different stages where your kid needs you to be more of a father and then like where your kid needs you to be more of a friend and I know that doesn't make sense but I feel like and I know like every day you're always going to be both but I think that there's some segments where we could like phase maybe one way more and the other the other way I'm no fucking doctor people I'm giving you my own opinions if you don't like them you can turn off the you can turn off the podcast. I'm just throwing ideas out here, boom, throwing them off the wall. You guys are the wall, and I'm seeing what comes back. I mean, you guys give me some feedback time to time, and it's really good feedback. Plus, talking with other dads, talking with Nate, just being able to vocalize what's going on in my head and talk to you guys about it makes everything easier. Because, like I said in the beginning, when I first started becoming a dad. 
it was just like there's nothing, nothing out there that interests me about learning to be a dad. I wanted nothing more to be a dad. I love it. Love being a dad. But as far as like reading about it, like, you know, I told you guys about the book I read. It was basically just like, it was like parenting for dummies, but worse. Like it didn't even tell me what to do. It was just telling me what my baby was doing in the belly. I don't care what it's doing in there. I know it's growing. I need to know what we're doing when it comes out. What problems are we facing? And I felt like, you know, the best way to do that is with this, like this podcast, I think is a great idea. Um, maybe even not for, you know, if nothing else, maybe a little bit of humor, but for us, like a few dads come together, you know, trying to get more dads on to, uh, do interviews and stuff like that. Like we're really coming through a transition ourselves with the podcast. We moved it to Sunday. We lost Hunter. We re got, we got Nate back. Nate went on a vacation. So, um, been through some tough times. Uh, I'm very, uh, very excited for you guys that have stuck with us are still listening, uh, love you guys, all of you so much, you know, um, I hope that we can, if I help just one dad every day, not every day, if I help one dad with each episode or just the whole podcast itself, I've succeeded, you know, I just want to be able to answer questions and, you know, give you guys some stuff that I've learned that has really worked for me, and it's not necessarily that it's gonna necessarily work for you, but it's a starting point, it's, you know, because a lot of people are going to be like, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to do this, you need to do that. I don't want to say you need to do this and it'll work. I want to say this is what I do. You might want to try it and see if it does work. Because I don't want to promise you that it will work because it might not. And then you'll be upset. You might hate me. So that's basically how I am. I just want to give you guys the opportunity to you know learn some stuff. Taking care of babies. Everything revolves around that. Literally, like that is... That's where, I mean, that's everything. We've learned everything with that. You know, everything it revolves around eat, sleeping, or eat, playing, sleep. So that, I, if I, like, honestly, I could probably just get on a podcast every day and just say, taking care of babies for, for an hour. I also saw something on TikTok about this person that was putting on um, Resinol on their child with a... Uh, a baster which i'm like oh okay that's cool but like i tagged that thing before they have those paste things that you could use they're specifically used for resin I apologize for the on they're specifically used for resin so don't try too hard to do tips and tricks like honestly if you're trying to uh get something that works just google it there it's probably out there Honestly, with babies, there's shit everywhere. Uh, another big thing, I know we talk about products a lot. A big product I want to talk about now, since we're going out, we're doing things, and she's napping away, a portable sound machine. Um, I don't know which one we got. It's actually, I don't know if it's like a big name or if it's like a cheaper one or whatever. It does exactly what it needs to do, honestly. Our daughter loves white noise. I love white noise now. I sleep to it myself, but... Yeah, a little portable sound machine. Um, honestly, I wouldn't be opposed. I know we've talked about the Shusher. I'd say get two. We bought a second one because I thought it broke the first one, but I actually fixed it after we got the second one. So now we have two, but I just keep one in the uh, the go bag all the time. So it's in the diaper bag. I don't even have to worry about it. We got a sound machine in there. Basically, everything you have at home, get in a portable version and put it in that bag. 
Probably a big bag. Ours is a big bag. It's awesome. I love it. I try to put as much shit as I can in there. Stroller, put it in there. Honestly, at one point, I was thinking about freaking trying to strap Rachel's boppy pillow, which is that, it's a huge neck pillow, but it's perfect for women for breastfeeding. I was thinking about strapping that thing on, taking it everywhere we went, but we've turned away from that. You know, blankets, outfits, all that stuff. Diaper bag must have diapers, wipes, uh, extra pair of clothes. I would say at least two outfits. Burp rags, never have enough burp rags, we figured out. Um, bunch of toys, bunch of random shit, whatever. Sound machine, uh, a shusher. We have a little portable uh, trash bags, never use them. Uh, portable resinol. Like I said, baby lotion, whatever you have at home that you're using on your child, get a to-go bag and put it in your baby bag. Get a big baby bag. We got a lot of small baby bags as gifts. I didn't really like them and I wanted it to be more manly. So I got one of those tactical bags. I'll try to put it. I don't know if I put it on the site yet or not, but I'll try to post a picture uh, and tag whatever it is so you guys can look at them. But they're super awesome. They're like tactical. They're camouflaged. They actually have a little fold-out baby mat in there. You can lay your kid down anywhere. Don't worry about them shitting on something that's not yours. Um, but, I mean, dude, lots of pouches, lots of different places for organizing and separating, which I love. Uh, little little pouches on the side so you can put your bottles in and keep them refrigerated, shit like that. So, yeah, all those cool things. I'm going to try to remember to tag those. Um, if you're listening to this, is probably, uh, what day is it? Tuesday. So, we're definitely going to do another episode on Sunday. We're going to get back to doing episodes on Sunday. I've sorry i apologize again i know you guys have just been dying dying to hear me talk and ramble on about my child and yeah there you go man i hope that you love it um like i said keep sending questions colt thanks again for your uh questions i hope i answered them if you have any more just uh if if i can answer them i will if i can't i'll try to find somebody who can't uh that's just what i want to create with this podcast as a community for dads to really just get in there and moms if you want to say hey moms if you want to come up and you know i i'm not opposed to bringing moms on the show because what's the best way that dads can learn a lot of the shit we can learn from moms because man you guys are the fucking mvp you are the mvps you're the most valuable parent and we're just trying to be the most valuable dad so uh we can learn a lot from you guys if you guys want to reach out sometime and uh you know, teach us your ways and what you what you want your husband to learn, listen to you about, be better about. Just tell it to us and we'll tell it to them and they'll, they'll take advice from us because, like I said, it's easier to take advice from someone other than your significant other. So you guys just tell me, slip me $10, $15 for each advice you want, opinion. You know, I don't even care if it's shower more often. You want your husband to shower more often? Let me know. Brush your teeth. I'll talk to him about it, you know. Be good about that. I'll make it some kind of parenting thing. We'll really spice it up. Really go for it, okay? Depending on what you need me to do, there'll be a price range, and we'll, we'll settle that in negotiations, all right? So that's how we're going to do it. I've just made some money. But yeah, hey, I love all you guys. Uh, happy parenting. We've been rambling for a while. I hope this helped out. Um, sorry for the low energy. I'm a little tired. That's my bad. Apologies. Um, but I hope you guys have a great week parenting. I hope that, you know, everything works out for you. If you have questions that you want me to answer directly, not on the podcast, I will hit you up 
just send us a message on Instagram or Facebook, and I'll get right back to you. Sorry for the delay, Colt. I do apologize since you talked to me about two weeks ago. So, I mean, your kid might already be looking at you at this point. So, probably already in high school. So, my bad. All right? That's on me, brother. That's on me. Uh, but, like I said, I love you guys. Have a great week. Be great dads. Be involved. Help your wives. Help your husbands. Everybody help each other. Love that fucking baby. Enjoy those smiles and kisses, man. Live it up. Get that kid on a schedule, okay? Get him on a schedule. Get everybody on the same schedule. And, I mean... I might have an easy baby, but I can't tell you any differently. So, if I I feel like hard babies, people with hard babies would probably say get them on a schedule too. But we love you. Have a great week. We'll see you this Sunday. Nate will be back. We're gonna talk about some new stuff. Get some great tips. Like I said, I want to talk about being a dad versus being a friend. Uh, talking about getting into discipline. Uh, really gonna ask. I'm gonna ask Nate some questions about traveling since he went on vacation with his son and his daughter. So a lot of good things. Maybe finding out tips on traveling with them, getting them down there. I know uh, my my sister and brother-in-law. They went on their first trip with two kids. You know, uh, uh, Samara's. I think a month ahead. So Samara's a month ahead. So she's five months right now, and they took her to Florida. So I know that that was a different. Uh, traveling experience than before so might get hunter back on here and get some different ideas from him because i know that you know eventually we're gonna have travel these babies we gotta take them you know see all this stuff now that you know maybe covid's lightening up we're getting back out there starting to be humans again starting to get back into the real world um so get out there get to parenting let's do this together dads we're all here for you be be together you know as parents we need to stand together all of us help each other out don't do the wait tills. Oh, just wait till this, wait till that. Just be like, man, this is exciting. This is great. You're going to love it, man. Because, you know, it, it is a struggle, but it's like the most amazing struggle ever. I love it. I love not sleeping. I love not doing these things just because the biggest thing when I wake my kid up from any nap or sleeping, the biggest smile I've ever seen just melts me to my core and I love her to death. So, um, Happy for all you guys. I love you guys. Have a great week. We'll see you next Sunday. Um, peace out.